Look, buddy, I can't imagine selling jewelry is very profitable. Take the offer. Take the money. Leave the shop unlocked one night. Leave a handkerchief on the doorknob and a piece of paper with the combination to the safe on the counter, and all of the money will be sent your way. We won't ever tell anybody that you were the one who did it for us, so you just have to keep your mouth shut. Understand? time on Lost Legends of Scadriel. We have accomplished the mission you set to us, and we have acquired a bead of Adium. I will contact you when the time is appropriate to let you know what true task I have set for you. Until then, lay low and recover your strength. Tajmiel, as you leave, you had a sort of routine around the city back when you had a thieving crew. Every single one of them is just gone empty. I figure. I would like to look around for a nice house to break into and recuperate my losses. Falco, you knew that was not a good idea. But it was my idea. And Falco's just thinking this. Uh, and you'll kind of just feel this strange dissatisfaction. And you open the door and it's like everybody somebody went over your all of your things with a fine-tooth comb, and replaced it with a less splendid version of itself. Hello, Master, Mr. Wittens. What happened? Well, Master Tony, uh, I was informed by uh, Mistress Eleanor that there was to be a change in your mode of living. There's a a rumor going around that House Penrod uh, was so sick of their... um, head of house not being found by the city militia that they have kidnapped the person who they believe is responsible for his disappearance. That's the half Kolos dude. And then you also see in there something about house Eric Keller getting robbed and their ATM that they were so proud of uh, having disappeared. And he writes very large letters at the top, how to make money. And underneath that, he has a single bullet point, magic. Hello, and welcome back to the Lost Legends of Scadriel Mistborn Adventure Game Podcast. I'm your host and narrator, Trevor. You can find me on the 17th Shard Forums as Fifth of Daybreak. And with me, we have the rest of the Lost Legends. I'm John, uh, username Clovermite, and I play Tony Darkomancy. I'm David, and I play Lord Falco. My name is Brian, and my character goes by the name of Tajmil. I'm Kelly, and I play Merida. And so now we rejoin the Lost Legends as Lord Falcombe and Tajmil arrive at Tony's townhouse. Good morning, all. How's it going? Do you know how to make money? (laughs) Well, we did just, in the matter of a couple days, gather the most valuable resource in the entire world, and so I'm sure we could do something like that again. Oh, good point. And then Tony scribbles ATM down on the paper. (laughs) 
And I would have read the broadsheet too, right? So I would have heard. Um, you, I, I don't know. Does your uh, house have any like formal resources or like servants or anything anymore? No, no. Well, I mean, I have associates that I used to know, but I don't like have a house. Yeah, actually, it's, 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 the, the broadsheets I, I have uh, ruled don't quite exist yet. So this is like a uh, a daily news brief that. Uh, house LaRue puts together that Tony gets access to because he is Alphonse. I would have no idea about all that. Unless Merida gave him the bra, the sheet when he came in. I gave it back to Tony. So, yeah, Tony, Tony would not, of his own accord, think to give it to Lord Falcombe. Because in his mind, he already gave it to the smart person, job done. So that would be up <laughs> for uh, either Merida or Lord Falcombe to notice. So have we set up the meet with Tessney yet? We're going to do that soon. We're going to take care of that, and then we're going to investigate a little something that occurred recently with the Coloss. The Coloss. Yes, the half one that we met. Gavel. And yes, gavel. what do we stand to gain from this? Well, House Penrod kidnapped him for because they believe that he kidnapped the head of their family. I think we can find out some information on that. Well, I talked with the head of House Penrod, or one of the heads of House Penrod. They seem perfectly legitimate. If I remember this Coloss correctly, we almost came to blows in a crowded city street. Yes, but you both were being aggressive towards each other. And I want to understand well, what happened with the situation. But... I don't see anything we stand to gain from this. Is the Coloss going to pay us afterwards? Or are we going to side with House Penrod and just finish the job for him? Do Coloss have money? And then Tony writes Coloss question mark on his page. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. How do? How about we take care of um, Tessney first and then figure that out afterwards? Well, I, I feel like we could... Find better ways of making money. and Oh, like what? Aren't we supposed to be laying low? Yeah, but what's the fun in that? Well, like I said, we we could find another bead of adium. There was the one that House Eric Keller had. And House Penrod claimed they had one, but we think that's false. I do want to chime in for just a second. You do know that Lady Penrod had offered you a reward if you were able to bring her husband back. So you, Lord Falcombe personally, uh, having been there for that conversation, knows there is some profit to be had in that situation overall. I, I also don't think Lord Falcombe wants to do another kidnap mission. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. He, he got beat up last time. Everybody almost died. Tony's got a limp. I, I'd say let's just set up the meet with Snee, Tessney and we can go from there. Maybe if he's happy about coming into this ADM, he might be able to give us more leads on something else going on. He did have a good contact on where the other ADM was. We could maybe try and infiltrate Eric Heller. I don't really like those guys. They're kind of full of themselves. So, yeah, Merida's going to just go ahead and set up the meeting with Tessney. 
Uh, Tajmil, are you uh, going to participate in this debate at all? Um, I'm just going to go with the flow on this. And, and he tries to steal the ADO. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll give it a go. Can I give it one go? Who has it right now? It's always been me. Okay, I'm going to try to steal it from Mary. Uh, I almost, I imagine you guys would have put it in the safe when you got back. All right, I'm going to try and no, pick I'm the holding safe. It. Or... Okay. Well, also, Tajmil has no idea. Like, he doesn't know that she's holding it. I haven't let it out of my sight. Well, technically, if it's in your pocket, it's not in your sight. Brian, roll a die and tell me what number it is. All right. This was a joke. This was, a, I'm saying this right now, it was I'm a not joke. Joking, it was I not said to be. You shouldn't have made the joke because it's not a joke. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Ryan. You, you go up, and what happens is um, give me, just roll me five dice. Five dice? For your thieving right. abilities. All right, I've got two fives, a six, a four, and a one. All right, um, I'm going to go ahead and, like, take control of this scene and use your character just All because, right. just just for a moment with your permission. Oh, and don't so be too rough. I, I imagine what happens here is Tajmil walks right up to Tony, and he's just like, hey, Tony, I uh, I know you've gotten, like, gone through a lot lately, so I just wanted to, like, check how you are and, like, make sure you're feeling better and, like, you know, like, I'm, I'm really, uh, really happy that, like, you've pulled through all this. And you, you give him, like, some pats on the back, and then at the end of it, you give him a nice big hug, and you reach into his pocket, and the only thing that you find is a vial of metal. Of metal? Yeah. Like so you, I get, you to, can, have you, an, you I get to, to have a third vial now? Except it's not a metal you can burn, because it's his uh, zinc, right? Yep, it's my zinc. Oh. Yeah, so you, uh, you steal a, a thing of zinc from Tony. All right. And then, uh, Merida, are you bringing wait, wait, I'm not done with this yet. I'm not done with this. Um, so I would take that same thing that I stole, and I would go up to Tony. He doesn't know I stole it, I take it, right? Well, he doesn't, but Merida, are you burning tin? Oh, Is he close to me? Wait, can I roll? I want to know if I, if I see it. Uh, okay, yeah, you, you roll your two. I think I was standing close to nope. Tony, so if he gets close to me... Meaning that it gets close to Tony, then yeah, I turn, I burn ten. Okay, give me a roll of nine, and Tajmil, why don't we give you a uh, charm roll? A charm roll for two. Yeah, one of these days I'm gonna get something with my two dice. Three and a six. I got two fours, two threes, two twos, two ones, and a nudge. Okay, um, you you definitely notice that something is weird about this. And you don't trust him, but you didn't catch the exchange just because he, uh, he was, you were more like looking for him to come towards you. So while, while Tony gets the hug, he's like, Oh, Tajmil, I didn't know you were, you cared so much. By the way, do you know a good way to make money? And he, he turns to him with his paper and pen. Well, wait. Um, Tony, I know that you've been needing some stuff, so I got you this bottle of zinc. I know it's not much, but it's the least I can do in these troubling times. Oh, thank you. That's so helpful. You're welcome. And then Tony takes it and puts it in his pocket. <laughs> it almost looks like the the ones that I prepared. I knew it. God, I knew this is Monkey it Island. Real. I tried to get you the kind that I thought you used, so... That's very thoughtful, Tajmil. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. See, you guys can trust me. 
Merida just gives him a look. Yeah, Merida, right. at this point, like, having seen that, you you, ass- you n- assume and you know, even if you didn't see it. Yeah, just give him a look and just take a few steps away. Let's get down to business, guys. Get Tessney taken care of, and let's get to making more money. I don't know how long it's going to be till Alloy gets back to us, but I could always use some extra funds. Looks like Tony needs it. Tajmil, well, let's not even be obvious about all that. Yeah. And Merida, I don't know where you sit, but... Oh, she sits right next to me. Well, (laughs) you are being the largest benefactor of our most recent score, so I believe you should be a team player in the rest of this and help us get money as well. As long as we take care of Tessany, I'll do what I need. Vague, but okay. Let's, uh... Get a meeting set up with him, or we can go to his hideout right now. I mean, that might not be the wisest thing, but we can handle ourselves. Well, and I will interject right here and just bring it up as an option. You do have a messenger crow right now. Oh, yeah. Is that the upgrade? What should we do with my bird, guys? Oh, so he's not just a homing crow? He can go wherever we want? Uh, As long as you've been there. He knows Tessney. Yeah, but we don't we don't want to do it here. Why? We have tea. <laughs> I'll fetch the kettle. I'm, I mean, thank you, Witten. And uh, Tajmil and uh, Lord Falcombe, you notice like the old butler for the first time. He's standing in the corner, like he's he almost blended into the wall before because he's so used to being a servant that like you didn't even notice him. But now that he's spoken, it's like kind of like a ah moment. Is he Terrace? He is not actually. Well, hello there, sir. Could you fetch me some tea as well? Of course. And what is your name, sir? My name is Wittens. Good to meet you, Wittens. You as well, master. I'm Lord Falco. A pleasure to know you, sir. A friend of Alphonse is a friend of mine. Tony goes and grabs Fluffles and starts rioting affection and and just pets him while he's waiting for the tea. (laughs) All right, well... Let's get down to business. Let's. I say we just go to Tessney's. But what about tea? I don't think he's the type that you want over for tea. More of a meet him in a dark alley. Make a dark exchange with him. <laughs> Not really the tea type. Doesn't, doesn't that give him more of an opportunity to hit us? I don't like getting hit. It wasn't fun last time. How about we just head to his hideout? I I think that he's a businessman first and foremost, so if he knows that we're coming, and I would send Sonichu ahead and tell him that we are on our way, but probably right after we've left, so he won't have much time to prepare for us. All right, well, I guess we can send some tea over with Sonichu as well. And then he signals to um, Wittens to get a, a tea bag put together so he can tie it to Sonichu's foot. <laughs> uh, Lord Falco's just shaking his head like, oh man. If Tajmil wasn't such an untrustworthy bastard, I'd recommend uh, just tying the adium to, to Sonichu's foot, but... I'm not yeah, going to trust, like, the most valuable thing that any of us has ever held in our hands to a bird. What, are you saying my bird's not up to I mean, all it takes is, like, one arrow 
and your bird I is not a, a bird anymore. And like uh, taking an aggressive stance towards him for for speaking badly about them. Am I wearing a hat? I don't think I said that in character. It's up to you. I'm not. Uh, I'm not just bad mouthing your bird. I'm just saying, like, oh, I wanted us to get into a battle and me to go down to two health. I mean, your health uh, is back to full. I think. Oh, oh, never mind then. Never mind. All right. Yeah, yeah. No, I can. I can take uh, criticism for my bird. Anyways, I think Merida is just gonna grab Tony's hand and just start pulling him out the door. Like, I'm tired of this. Let's go meet Snee. And, and Tony pulls away briefly. Hold on, I need to to settle Fluffles back in. And he picks Fluffles back up and puts him in his little bed. Do I still have the bed, right, Trevor? Or no bed for Fluffles? Uh, oh, I uh, forgot to mention the bed is the only thing that didn't change. Yay! So then I I was gonna say that and I forgot. He 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 tucks Fluffles in the bed and pets him a little bit again, and then uh, makes sure that the Wittens got the tea ready, ties it on Sonichu, and walks out the door. Uh, yeah, he's he's holding a cup at the door. Don't break this one, sir. You won't have any to replace it with. <laughs> and he hands you like a saucer and a cup as you walk. Does out he the give door. me one? I asked for tea. Uh, he, he's got a, he's got a tray set up at the door and he hands, hands each of you. Them. Okay. And so he's like, don't break the set and you, you need to bring this back. And then you got the tea bag, right? <laughs> yeah. That got sent off ahead with uh Sonichu. Lord Falcone would just like straight knock his back, like a shot of whiskey <laughs> and then hand the cup and saucer back, trot out the door. <laughs> okay. That's one of the four, uh, four resets returned. Yeah, Merida would just give it back to him, like, I don't like tea. Tony gasps audibly. Two are safe. Alright, onward. Tony is just going to sip it as he walks down the street. Alright, so, we're going. Do we encounter anything? Grand scene setter? Uh, Tajmil, are you drinking your tea as you go as well? Um, well, I'm certainly not sitting on it. (laughs) Alright, so you guys get some strange looks on the way. Like, you've got Tony in front, who I assume is wearing a tuxedo. Uh, Tony's not in front. He doesn't lead most of the time. He's in the middle, but... Meredith's yes, probably he's wearing waiting. his tuxedo, top hat, all deal. Okay, yeah, so people are just seeing him in his uh, tuxedo walking down the street, drinking a cup of coffee, and like some people even like point. But other than that, uh, you get there with no uh, nobody accosts you. I mean, your main adversary has been put down, so... Uh, you show up and you are standing at your at his door, uh, Falcom. The people that you had noticed, uh, kind of creeping closer when you were first here, you notice them immediately again, and you notice that like they're not even trying to hide it this time. They like just stand up and like assume positions closer to the front of the tent. I'm gonna give them a nice little genteel salute with my dueling cane. You know, just raise it up, toast them, and knock on the door. Yeah, like kind of a sign Yeah, of just respect. like, hey, I see you. Good on you. You be there. Tony raises his empty teacup. And then just knock him. on the door with the dueling cane. It's open. All right, and so I walk in. I'll be the first one through the door. Tessney, I got your beat of ATM. We okay to call it even? I didn't think that you'd come through with it. Let me see the goods there, Merda. Did you get the tea? Sonichu is <laughs> sitting on a shelf just above him. The tea bag, Sonichu is sitting there pecking at it and picking out the insides of it. I ain't no tin eye. 
I don't eat or drink anything I can't make for myself. Oh, Tessney, come on now. We wouldn't poison you. Well, that's unfortunate. I wanted to hurt you, I would do it with my hands. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you wouldn't, uh, go make the plans you traded me useless the very next day, but here we are. Anyway, let me see the goods. Merida walks over and hands it to him. He opens it up, and he pulls out one of those jeweler's lenses, takes out this tiny tool. He opens up a cupboard, and you see that there's things you'd recognize that a uh, metallurgist would use. And he uh, tinkers around for just a couple of minutes, scrapes the tiniest bit of piece of the metal off, and puts it in a vial, and I imagine it turns a different color. And then he turns back to you and he says, All right, we're square. I'll put the word out that you're not a lowly bit of scum anymore. Just don't screw me over like that again, you hear? All right, Tessney, I sincerely apologize. It was wrong of me. Yeah, yeah, get out of here. Now, Tessney... I never did anything to personally affront you, so this is coming from me in particular. Now that we are, my associate is good with you, might you be able to find any obsidian? You seem like a man who knows where things are. Alright, go ahead and give me a resource roll. I got... Two ones and three nudges. <laughs> I don't know if that's worth re-rolling or not. I don't know how much of an effect those three nudges will have on the ones. I'm just... I'm just, I'm going to come out and say you might want to re-roll. Well, I'm also going to debate that a little bit. It's just obsidian. It's not... And he's just telling me where I might be able to find some. Not... I'm not buying it from him. I set the difficulty at two, just because it's not a very common thing right. in the Elendel Basin anymore. Oh, okay. And it's valuable. So, do I re-roll all my nudges, or all your dice? Uh, everything, you, you get two of the nudges and put them aside and re-roll the Okay, rest. so I get to roll three dice. This is not gonna work. Yep. Oh, actually, it's two fives. Boom. Uh, he opens up a drawer behind him. He makes a bargain with you. You get the amount of obsidian that you were looking for for a decent price. Go ahead and spend one resource. Woohoo. Tony sees this magic trick, and he asks, Oh, Tefney, can you get me some money, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, tell you what, I'll give you, a, you know, a ten boxings if you let me throw some rotten vegetables at you, because I missed out on my chance. Sold! And Tony stands up and puffs his chest out. <laughs> Alright, he uh, he snaps his fingers and one of the guys who is tending to a uh, produce stall across from his, who is like edged closer immediately, like brings in some fruit, some vegetables and fruits. They're not rotten, but uh, he picks them up and he throws you and pelts you with a good number of them. Uh, give me a physique roll. Alright. Nothing. <laughs> All right, you're going to go ahead and take one uh, reputation damage. All right. But uh, increase your spent to five. Yeah. Decrease, I mean. Permanently? Yep. Uh, he'll throw you like a big sack. This is a bit more than ten, but that was totally worth it. I'm going to tell this story for ages. <laughs> well, thank you, Tessie. Now we're all square. And thank you for your additional help. Uh, we'll be back in contact. If you have anything where we could uh, take a job from you or something, 
Come on by. We'll do better by you this time. Well, I do know where to find you, folks. And you, you see just the, like, smallest squinting of eyes. Past sins are uh, for, forgiven, but not forgotten. And I'm just going to give him the biggest shark tooth smile I can. Tony gives him a bow and a flourish. While still holding the teacup outright. Merida just waves goodbye. Um, a tomato falls off your hat and splats on the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be passive in this situation as much as possible. Observing what's going on. Well then, guys, what do you think about going to see the thing about Penrod now? Or is that I'm still not particularly no? interested in that. I would almost suggest trying to scope out the Eric Kellers more. They had another beat of Adium, and honestly, we got very little from our last one, but the next one we could make a fortune from. Beat of Adium is on my list for making money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played. I thought that we found out that the Eric Heller ATM was wrong. No, it's the Penrods don't have it. The Eric Hellers did have it. You guys found out on the broadsheet that it was stolen from them, but I don't know that. And Tony isn't smart enough to put two and two together. Except that ATM is on his list for making money now. All right. Well, I have an embarrassing secret on Eric Heller. Let's see if we can get a beat of ATM. Didn't I have something on Eric Heller? They hate me for one. I remember that. Yeah, they, you have, uh, um, uh, if you get into any social confrontations with you, they get a bonus. All right, well, Tony says that he's going to go drop off his teacup before anything else and get changed. Wait, did Brian take the bird? So- Sonichu would, Sonichu would fly over and, like, jump on his sh- shoulder as you guys are leaving. Hope my bird wasn't too much problems for you guys. He's a good bird. And we're walking out. A lot better than his owner. <laughs> and scene. You guys arrive back at Tony's. Uh, Tajmil, do you return your teacup? Nah, I'm gonna keep it. I, I'm, right. In fact, I, t- <laughs> I, I tip it to him like, you know, hey, thanks for the cup as I'm leaving. Well, you'd be just getting back. Oh, wait, just getting back? Wait, huh? Say this to me again. It's yeah, Tony's cup. Uh, Witten's the bu- uh, butler gave it to you as you were leaving. Telling you not to break it or lose it because Tony only has the one set now. Oh, well, if that's the case on my way back, can I, or do I know of any, like, fences? You're not going to be able to fence a teacup. Come on, man. Especially if it's at least one gold. Yeah. Everything is worth one gold. I mean, you can add it to your notes for now, but we're not just going to let you sneak off and sell Tony's teacup. Can I add that to my notes for secrets known? Yeah. Well, no, you can add uh, in there that you have one of Tony's teacups. Where's my notes at? Uh, put it in your equipment. And saucer. Teacup and saucer. Teacup and saucer. We're not we're not ruffians from the roughs. All right, so you show up, uh, back up at uh, Tony's place. And Tony, I'm imagining this scene as you walk in. You've been through this routine before, so you he's, he's waiting there for you, of course. And so you open the door, you hand him your teacup. He uh, helps you take your jacket off and hang your top hat up. Then Tony comes through the door, and he kind of holds out his hand. Cup, sir. Oh, and then he immediately gives it to Wittens and thanks him. Well, no, he he already took yours and, like, helped you out of all your clothes, so he's, like, looking at Tajmil. Oh, game and Tajmil. Yeah, you said Tony. Oh, I'm sorry. So, wait, what is that? The butler is asking about your cup. Oh, my cup? Oh, man. Um... 
You didn't feel that big earthquake on the way back? An earthquake, <laughs> sir? Yeah, like, I was walking along, and then I felt the most tremendous rumbling within the ground below us. And Tony I was thrown There's an out. earthquake, and he goes to, like, r- like, tries to hide under the couch. Well, you guys know how I'm kind of like Sonic the Hedgehog a little bit now and can run really fast. This- All right. Yes, and at this point, Lord Falco is going to cut in and say, Tajmil, it's a cup. Give the man his cup. <laughs> uh, that's the thing, though, guys. Uh, this earthquake caused me we to- were, uh, Don't lie to us, Tajmil. Drop the cup. No, I'm really quick now. Seriously. Ser- I, 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 like, Actually, could I do that? Could I just run out of that place and uh, go somewhere else to like get away from the social pressures I'm feeling for my kleptomania? <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to tell you no. Okay. All right. So I just run out of there as fast as possible, as far, as far away as I can in a short amount of time. All right. Taj- Tajmil just ran out the door. Well. Sweet. <laughs> Merida just releases this huge giant sigh and just like starts writing things next to Tajmil's name in her notebook that's like untrustworthy stupid. Tony calls out, be careful of the earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, I hope we don't see him for a little while. Is there any cafes nearby that I can run to? Sure, you're not too far from, like, the market area. <laughs> Alright, so I want to go up to a cafe, and I'm like, do they drink normal coffees? I don't um, think they have coffee. The coffee probably wouldn't be a thing yet. I'm not sure if it's What do they mentioned. drink? I don't think it is mentioned. Yeah, they don't talk too much about the food. Alright, I'll go, I'll go and order a hot chocolate, and right before the guy, like takes the picture thing, I pull out this teacup, and I'm like, wait, I've got my own here, buddy, thinking, and I say, I'm thinking green, and I hand him my own cup. And okay, uh, yeah, he gives you a uh, tasty beverage from Skadriel. Yes. Can there, uh, that's enough, yeah. Is there anything for my bird, though? Like, that's the only concern I have right now. Uh, he's still pe- uh, pecking at his tea bag he had from earlier. Oh, sweet. All right. You could make bird tea. <laughs> uh, back at the hideout. Uh, as, Tony, as soon as Tony realizes the earthquake is gone, he's going to go get changed and come out with a fresh uh, tuxedo. But this one has the words magic written on a cape on the back. I think Merida's just going to sit down on the couch and like flip through a notebook absentmindedly and be like, so what are we doing? Like, we seem to be going back and forth, and I don't know about you guys, but I don't like just sitting here still. I say we go after Eric Keller's atium. The Eric Keller atium? I believe that was just stolen. And uh, Wittens goes to the dining room and then comes back and then hands Falcombe the uh, House News compilation. Well, 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 well. I just had an idea, guys. What's that? And Tony writes on his paper at the same time, rotten vegetables on his list of ways to make money. Well, <laughs> previously, the Keller Adium was protected by a large house and all its assets. Right now, 
it's stolen by a crew of thieves. I'm thinking if we can track down these thieves at any speed, it'll be a lot easier than infiltrating an entire stocked and ready house that's probably got the adium locked up in the deepest, darkest cellar of it. All we have to do is go find a group of misfits that don't even know we're coming for them and take the adium back. We don't even have to take it back to the house of Eric Keller. I don't like those guys. But we'll have a beat of adium. Wasn't that fence plan? We saw how that ended up. <laughs> we're also much better than Fent, and we're not going to cross Alloy. <laughs> That's a very good point. I don't have enough trousers. <laughs> I just think this is the right way to go, because any other crime from now on is going to be downgrading. If we don't get a bead of Adium from it, it's not as profitable as our last one. So, I think we can do this. We might even be able to go to House Eric Heller, not me in particular, but somebody can go to House Eric Keller and get a commission for trying to go after their ADM for them. We are the heroes of the city. Quick addendum. Uh, Tony getting pelted by vegetables was more profitable than you stealing the ADM. And that loss on that one. Yes, the ADM was supposed to be way more profitable than just paying off a petty grievance, but still, this next one, we don't have to pay anyone's debts back, Side eyes, Tony. Tony is just still like looking at his paper thoughtfully, pen pressed to his lips in a pondering way. So I guess this would be a quill pen, wouldn't it? The feather. I think so. I don't remember ever seeing it specified. Yeah, but are there birds and fowl in Scadriel? There are now, maybe, but there's birds, dude. My bird. Oh is well, yeah. I guess there's there there is birds that has been canonically proven. We're not going to worry about a nitty-gritty like that anyway. But yeah, what about their breeding patterns? And that I haven't even thought about the ecological impacts of what's going on, how that's been affecting like migratory patterns and stuff. That's for a harmony to worry about. We got a dude for that. Do they have you, climate change? You guys, you guys have my plan, Falcom says, and I think it's a good one. Merida just like puts up her hand and waves it. Like, I don't care. And she says, I honestly don't care much about money. I only care about information. Well, you're the leader, and if you say it's a good idea, I agree. Sure, let's go for it. All right, well, Merida, you get on the information gathering as for uh, how we can get into contact with House Eric Keller and or who might have stolen it. I don't know if we want to go back to Tesney immediately, but if he's your only good contact, he might have some information on who would have pulled it off. He did sell us the information about Eric Keller in the first place. He's not my only contact. I have others. Well, then we might want to deal with one of them for now. And, uh, Tony? And it's very, very unlikely that uh, Snee would be willing to tell you who else he sold any information. Yeah, to. That, that's probably true. So, what do I spend to get information? Um, we'll go ahead and wrap up this RP, and then we'll let each person do an action for a beat. Tony, you're going to be in charge of trying to get into contact with Eric Heller by normal noble means. Your name should be enough to get you to talk to at least one of them. You probably know them. 
I could do a magic show for them. And Tony just beats. Not that. Not that. We're trying to be sneaky here. We're trying to set up a deal. They're not going to pay you for a magic trick. They will pay you to get back their ATM. Mary laughs and says, why don't you let him have his fun? Oh, he can have his fun just after we get the work done. Work first, play later. Okay, you're saying we celebrate with a magic show. Yes, we can celebrate with a magic show. The biggest, best magic show that anyone has ever put on, I'm sure. I like it. I'll make sure that we put out flyers for it. <laughs> well, do that after getting in contact with a noble of the House Arakella. Oh, right, okay. Nobles first, magic flyers later. Yes, that is the correct order of operations. Now, if Tajmil hadn't just ghosted us, I would ask him at that moment. Uh, in time, I assume at this point that can I yeah. burst back in at that moment in time because it wouldn't take me that long to drink a cup of milk. Yeah, that's. Uh, I was just about to say the same thing. Appropriately dramatic moment for Taj. Yeah, like Kramer style bursting in. You survived the earthquake. Speak yeah, of the mystery, and I, it I, shall that, appear. That cup, though, I'm afraid it's gonna be. Gone for good. I asked everybody; they hadn't seen it neither. Meredith's just like, how petty are you? What do you mean? I would do anything to return property that doesn't belong to me because that's what type of person I am, Merida. Why don't you put that in your notebook? <laughs> Merida pointedly stares at him and does huge gestures in her um, notebook and puts Mother Ruster. <laughs> See, Merida's gonna, after doing the big writing, gonna keep staring at um, Tajmil and go over to Tony and be like, Tony, here's what you need to think of him, and shows him everything that she wrote down. And and he just looks shocked and abashed at Tajmil, and he says, with, with mothers? That's... <laughs> please, not with mine. <laughs> I don't think you got anything to worry about there, Anthony. <laughs> Who's Anthony? Now, Tajmail. Tajmail? What's that? We need to steal something. All right. Well, You like stealing things, don't you? Yeah, that happens to be something I'm uh, pretty interested in myself. Now, if the teacup were to find its way back, and this is just a thing that teacups might do on their own without any intervention from any particular people of any particular uh, convictions. As any sound-minded person would believe. If, if it found its way back to the table, I'm sure that you might find something in it in the future, a.k.a. this job that we're doing. Hmm. Yes, you're right. That way we can avoid piles of uh piles of teacups dust. Yes. Now, I'm not going to be uh monitoring the situation, but if it finds its way back by the end of the night as teacups are wont to do, then well, I'll be sure We have to- we have something for you to do tonight. Oh well, uh, what what are what's the, what's the plan for tonight, fellas? I mean, well, you once ran know. a thieving crew, didn't you? 
I did run one, but you've seen how that ended. Sometimes you just got to do what's right. I'd glare, I would glare over it at Merida when I said that. She'd give you a smile and a wave. I'd wave back. But you would know where other thieving crews are, and you might be able to gather some Perhaps. rumors as to I what mean, they've done. Yeah, it's kind of the streets are a family, you know? I mean, blood in, blood out. And uh, <laughs> we can definitely find some people that probably could be of assistance for this sort of uh, occupational role. Okay, well, that's your job tonight, if the teacup finds its way back, as they are known to well, do by everyone of that's every... That's out of my control, but, you know, fingers crossed and praying to God that thing shows up, but I'm not, you know, holding my breath. Oh, I'm not going to hold my breath either, but if it doesn't show up, someone else might have their breath held for them. Oh, no. <laughs> Tony uh, Tony yeah. chimes in and he says, Tajmo, if you don't mind a bit of advice, I I think sticking with the blood in plan is better than the blood out. I think that sounds a little bit more deadly. And feel free to pass it on to the other crews. At that exact moment, I would be like, Tony, shoot, I forgot. Listen, I know you've been going through a lot of stuff lately. So I would pull out the teacup and I'd be like, listen... Your your sets your sets one short right now, so I went out and got you this teacup. Oh, marvelous! Oh my God. <laughs> Very good, sir. And Wittens comes over and takes it and like gives. Uh, I think that Wittens would share a look with Merida, and then over with Lord Falcom, and let Tony enjoy his moment, and then he'd go and he'd put the take it. Yeah, in the I just cross my arms and start shaking my head with a big grin and say. See, and that's just what kind of person I am. And we didn't even have to rely on magic walking teacups. <laughs> I think Merida oh, is going to go over to Tony and like go up to his ear and be like, remember what I, what I showed you in my notebook? He's yeah. doing this to get to your mother. <laughs> no! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to end the um, RP scene right there. Uh, before we end the episode, I do want to get a, uh, get from everybody what actions they want to do in this next beat, uh, according to the roles that Lord Falcone has given up. <laughs> God dang so, it. I'm uh, not the leader. Uh, you pretty much cemented yourself as that now this, this time yeah, around. I, mean, I always thought that was already well known. I mean, Tony said, yeah, you're the leader. So if you want to do this, that's good. And you're like, yeah, we're doing this. I thought that was towards me. Yeah, you're kind of the leader too, Merida. It's kind of like you're kind of like uh, uh, John Lennon and and Falcon's kind of like uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, I was talking to um, Lord Falcom. Oh, okay. So, uh, Lord Falcom, what action are you going to be taking? <laughs> Lord Falcom's going to go find somebody who can work with Obsidian. <laughs> Okay. Merida, what is it that you wanted to do? You wanted to reach out to another one of your contacts? Yeah, I wanted to find information about Eric Keller. Uh, Well, I mean, you've got that embarrassing secret about them, but they're not as much the target anymore as the um, thieving crew who is trying to get into Alloy's good graces. Well, yeah, that's what I meant. Because I do want to point out, 
there's no doubt about it in your minds. They have you. You are doing exactly what Fent did. Oh, we are. With the small exception that you've already been good with uh, Alloy, you are targeting the crew members who are trying to work for him. But right. he, there's well, no rules against that, about is there? The, um, thieving crew. No, absolutely not. Just don't bring trouble. Yeah, exactly. So as long as we don't jump him like five blocks from his house, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> of the uh, side quests I've loaded, I am. Uh, I'm very surprised. The Colossus hate is real. We'll uh, we'll worry about the nitty gritty details when we RP the scene to next uh, recording. But going to see a um, informant is what your action wants to be, right? Yeah. Okay. Tony, what is how how do you want to go about contacting them to get any information? Uh he asked Wittens for advice on how to contact them. Well, sir, you could always uh see if they would be willing to host you for a spot of tea and try and bring it up naturally in conversation. I doubt they would be very keen to give you any information if it seemed as if it might be uh for you to try and recover it personally. So be circumspect about that. But be charming. Be distracting. Let them confide in you. This is the role you were born to play, Alphonse. Oh, and, and Tony's like, yeah, I'm good at being distracting. I will do the tea thing. And he starts, like, writing up a rough draft of a flyer for his magic show. <laughs> okay. And uh that just leaves Tajmil. Um what what's what's the uh direction for Um he Lord Falcombe told you to use some of your experience from running a thieving uh crew to try and figure out if you have any anybody or any way of figuring out who stole the ATM okay, from Eric. Uh, meta, do I know anything? Uh like do I does my character have any prior knowledge or do I make it up? I mean, you, you'd you have experiences and people to turn to, and you'd probably know, like, fences All right. who uh, who might be in the know. So, like, you could go and try and meet with some of the people who run in different circles than Merida. Or you could even, like, go and, you know, like, scope out the scene where you think it might have uh, been stolen from to see if you can learn anything there. I, the choice is All yours, right, really. Like, for, how do you think Tajmira would let's go, go about scope this? out the scene. Let's get some uh, let's get some data on this. Okay, so you want to investigate the uh, off-site location that you were originally given by Snake. Yeah. And that will be our four actions. We'll have uh, some nice structure for the next episode. And I think we're going to call it there. Let's give out some advancements for the past two sessions. Uh, everybody gets two uh, advancements for completing the story arc. How much did that one thing cost... Uh, which yeah. one? The stunt? The Sonichu one, or the... No, I already took the Sonichu one out. Four. Four. Alright, so... And this one was... The Sonic Speed? No. Uh, Steel Running. Steel Sonic Running? Steel Sonic Speed? Oh, is Steel that the running. horseshoe thing? Uh, it's the horseshoe thing without horseshoes. Or, or without, uh, pulling since he doesn't have the ability to lurch. Oh, so he just, like, continually shoots coins out or something? Yeah, but it increases his speed to about 40 Oops. miles an hour. That'll be fun to fail. Alright, so two advancements for everybody. Any individual advancements? Um, 
Lord Falcombe is going to get one advancement for finally becoming the leader, even though he's been fighting it mm-hmm. so long. Like, we're going to just make It's that not official. official. Canonically not true. It pretty much is. Tajmil is going to get uh, an advancement for returning people's property to them twice in one day. Uh, Merida is going to for uh, being so protective of Tony. <laughs> and then Tony is going to get one for learning how to make money. Yay, vegetables. And we will go ahead and call it there. Uh, thank you everyone for listening in. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we will catch Bye. you next time. See you guys. Bye-bye. Night-night. Mistborn and all related properties are owned by Brandon Sanderson and Dragonsteel Entertainment. The Mistborn Adventure Game is a product of Crafty Games. Special thanks to Steve Argyle for letting us use his artwork for the logo and to Boardroom Design for putting the logo together for us. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at LLOS Podcast. Or give us an email at lostlegendsofscadriel at gmail.com. We hope that you'll like and share and give us a review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.